For months, banking regulators have warned institutions about DDoS attacks waged as modes of distraction to cover up fraud, namely account takeover fraud. But now, Gartner analyst Aviva Leighton says fraudsters have honed their techniques and are increasingly using DDoS to mask other types of fraud. Here, Leighton describes a new scheme that involves DDoS and the takeover of the payment switch itself, rather than just the takeover of individual accounts. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. Aviva, the takeover of the payment switch rather than individual accounts is much more lucrative for the fraudster. Can you explain why? Uh, Tracy, it's because they don't have to go through an individual account that has a finite amount of money in it one at a time. They can just go to a central administrative account that manages multiple accounts, so they have the ability to move money from many accounts at once to many other accounts or a single account, however they want to launder the money out. So the difference is instead of one at a time, you can do many at a time. And Aviva, do you know exactly how the switch is taken over? It's a piece of software like anything else in the banking industry pretty much. So I don't know how this was taken over, but I imagine it was done through some kind of administrative account that has access to the software. So it's a little bit like the breaches you've been covering in the retail industry where the bad guys will go in and take over a point-of-sale system through the administrative accounts. It's very similar to that in concept where that's my guess that they went in through an administrative account with privilege and just took over the software. And does this privileged user have to be compromised in advance of the attack, such as something that might be taken over through a phishing scheme or some other socially engineered method? Yes. You know, there's two ways they could have gotten into the system. One is through the privileged account, and yes, it would have to be taken over through some type of advanced threat that could have been put on the system through a spear phishing scheme or some other more secretive kind of scheme with a USB drive. I'm not sure, but the only way they could get data and money out of the system is either through a privileged account or directly through the database. Someone can issue direct commands to a system that could evade detection that don't use existing software. In other words, just go straight to the file and create some false entries. The likelihood, I would think, is that the criminals just got a hold of an account and escalated privileges or just took over an existing privilege account. That's the common way they do it. And then how is DDoS being used to mask these types of takeovers? DDoS is a distraction, so when you're under attack, all eyes are on the attack, and there's not as many resources paying attention to other parts of your system. So you may even have alarms going off that you just don't have time to pay attention to because most of the alarms that go off still have to be investigated manually. Now, in a blog that you posted recently about this takeover of the payment switch, you noticed that it's a relatively new trend. When did the trend emerge, and how many banking institutions are you aware of, Aviva, that have been targeted so far? Well, I've heard about this in the last three to six months, and it was less than a handful of banks that I heard about, but, you know, it could be more. I'm not really sure. It's something people don't really like to talk about but it definitely emerged in the last three to six months. Do you have any idea how much money has been lost? No, I really can't add it up. I know that it was substantial, and, you know, my guesstimate is that it's millions, probably about $10 million across three banks, but 
that's just an educated guess. It's something I don't really like to drill into. It's a pretty private situation. Do you know how long, Aviva, it took these banking institutions that were targeted to identify the fraud? Oh, it took less than a day. So from your perspective, what does this new takeover scheme signify for the industry? Does it just mean that more criminal groups are taking advantage of DDoS, or is it something more nefarious? Well, I think if you look at the trend, there's certainly more groups taking advantage of DDoS. It's a little bit like the copycat syndrome. But also, if you look at the trends in account takeover, they're just getting deeper into the systems. They started out with customer accounts. Well, actually, first they started out pretty much with consumer accounts. Then they moved into business accounts. Then they moved into bank employee accounts. And now they're moving into privileged accounts that have access to the payment system at the heart of the system. So if we continue to follow this trend, I think we'll see more of the type of attack we're talking about now. And then the next step, if they can pull it off, would be to get into the payment networks themselves. So instead of just going one bank at a time, go many banks at a time. It gets harder and harder to get into the nerve of the payment system, but that's where they look like they're headed. And so what should banking institutions and, and maybe even some of the payments networks themselves be doing to stay vigilant about these types of attacks? Well, most banks are really paying a lot of attention to these attacks and are beefing up their defenses with DDoS. I think they've done a really good job in the last six months. Of course, we all need to do more. Organizationally also, there's been issues of coordination because many of the institutions getting attacked have lots of different departments that work on the same related problems. So organizationally, they need to sync up, and they are syncing up, and they just need to keep putting more controls in. In this case, I don't like to simplify it, but a control that said when you're under DDoS attack, just slow down your wire transfers until the attack is over, that could help, you know, something like that. Unfortunately, none of us have a crystal ball. It's hard to forecast new fraud trends. So most of the time it's reactive and you put a rule in once you see a new fraud trend. And there really aren't good predictive models that can predict new fraud trends. So you may get caught the first or second time, but then after that, you can put the rules in to stop it. And Aviva, just because we've been talking so much about DDoS relative to hacktivist attacks, we can't ignore Alcazam cyber fighters. And, of course, this is the group that's been waging attacks against U.S. banks for nearly a year. We're now in the fourth phase of these attacks, and this phase has been rather lackluster. What's your take on phase four? Do you think it's over, or do you think that we can expect to see a shift with perhaps attacks being aimed at other industries or maybe being waged to perpetrate fraud? You know, I'm not plugged in enough, Tracy, to really answer that properly. You know, I don't know what's going on in the Iranian government. I think that the banks rightfully expected Akasan to come back after the Iranian election, and they did. But as you mentioned, it's been lackluster, and maybe the new regime just isn't as interested in it. So I'm not really sure what's going to go on with Iran. And I'm sure there are people that have better insights than I do into the politics and the political landscape there. But I think from a fraud prevention standpoint, we can expect more copycat attacks, you know, once there's new schemes that are launched. And DDoS has been around for a long time, but what's changed is using DDoS to commit fraud as a cover-up to commit fraud and also these very high-bandwidth DDoS attacks and application-layer DDoS attacks. So 
this new generation of DDoS attacks we saw that was spawned right when Al-Qassam started their attacks, you know, as a result of their attacks, they did spawn a whole new genre on a whole new level. I think that that new level will continue to be used, all these different types that we talked about, application layer used as a distraction for fraud and also the high bandwidth attack. So um, in terms of Al-Qassam itself, seems like they're fading, and hopefully they are. But they left behind a trail of destruction that other people are happy to pick up and run with. Aviva, I'd like to thank you again for your time today. Sure, Tracy. It's always good talking with you. Again, we've just heard from Aviva Lighton of Gartner. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.